Hey everybody, it's Aldo Gandhi, and I just want to let you know really quickly that our swag shop is reopened. DeepDishTees.com is where you go, and that's tees with T-E-E-S. Clever name, guys. They're the new home of our merchandise. You can get t-shirts, you can get caps, you can get coffee mugs, you can get hoodies, you can get all sorts of good stuff, and you'll help out the bar room with the purchase. So head over to DeepDishTees.com. Tino Antonacci made nothing but money off me. I'd be at Basta Pasta at 2 in the morning with four or five guys. We'd be off for uh, There's no way he's going to get on the air tomorrow. No way. This one I was working from 10 to 2. Tino would go, I'll bet you 100 bucks right now. He's on the air tomorrow and, he's on, and you won't even notice that he was out. So I'd come on. Hey, everybody. Mike North here on WSCR. The score along with Dan Jiggins. Oh, Mark, how you doing today? I'm doing good, Jigs. Everything going good. What'd you do last night? I was on the world tour last night. But you know me, when the red light goes on, and then we'd go to a break, I'd go, oh. And then we'd go back on. Bing, bang, boom. Right? Because nobody driving that's listening to me or any of the guys at the score wanted to hear that shit that you're hungover. Nobody wants to hear that. Hey, everybody, we're Metallica. We're tired from last night. They don't do that. Hey, I'm Mick Jagger. We're going to put on a show if we can't, but we were out late last night, right? Hey, Sinatra, last night I was drunk till 4 in the morning. We'll try to give you what you want. They just go out and do it. I live large. Listening to the Mike North Advantage, and it begins right now. That's right, the Mike North Advantage starts right now. I am Aldo Gandia, Mike Swingman, and there he is in living color and high definition. Mike North, how are you, my friend? I wore my wrinkleless bear shirt. <laughs> I wore the oldest one I could find, the one that brings me back to disasters of yesteryear. Because I wanted to be remembered of the disasters of yesteryear with the disaster we have going on right now with Chicago Bear football, where we have a, a token head coach with somebody else telling him how it's going to be because everybody's job's in jeopardy. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just, I've gone from wanting Dalton to start to just hoping Justin Fields' career doesn't get ruined in yeah. the next four weeks. And, and that's what I'm hoping for. Uh, it, it's entirely right now up in the air, but for sure, nobody knows what they're doing over there. And <laughs> when your job is on the line and you kowtow to the boss, which is foreign 
to me because if my job was on the line, but I had to do certain things and I didn't like, well, then I left. That was it that time. Mm -hmm. After 16 years. Sorry, you don't want to give me this. You don't want to give me that. I'm going, well, you got to do this. You got to do that. No. If he had any self-respect, he'd leave now. Matt Nagy. If he had any self-respect, he'd get out now. Because I've been in this town my whole life. I've been following Bear football since I was a kid. I know BS when I see it. I know a ruse when I see it. The Bears think that they can put something over. An embarrassing day for Matt Nagy yesterday, who goes from Dalton is my absolute starter to now we're going to let Fields throw seven interceptions maybe in the game and lose 50 to nothing when we had uh, a playoff type of situation uh, last year with another quarterback. Uh, It's just unacceptable. It's going to be a mess. I'm praying he gets through the four games. If you really wanted him to be a starter, you would have gotten him ready for the next four games by starting him from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You put him in against Detroit, he almost got killed. And we almost lost that game. Now you have the Raiders, Green Bay, Tampa Bay, and San Francisco, and you decide to put this guy in there? I'm just praying he comes out okay. Uh, mentally, he'll be hurt, but physically, I want him to be healthy. But that's iffy right now. I'll be surprised. I'll be surprised because they read the papers, the Bears, and they go accordingly. They go with the public or the media. They've done that forever. I will be surprised if the Bears are rolling four and they stay with Fields. Because right now, they're only one game out. This whole situation is messed up. Uh, We'll start Fields. Everybody wants them now. Check with us in a month. So you think that it's too early to put Justin Fields in and that he could learn more from being on the bench watching Andy Dalton play than than being out there playing football? He might win. He might surprise us and win four straight. And if you think that, you you haven't watched their team this year. But the defense, like I said last week, on other shows, because we were off last week. And by the way, folks, get us on YouTube, get us on Bears Barroom, get us anywhere you want. We're up to 12,600. Uh, Eldo has just done a tremendous job. All the people that do a great job on the shows, uh, uh, you know, everybody. I don't have to name them. You know the Bear Barroom. Start, I started when it was 49.95 years ago. It's up to 12,600. So uh, congratulations on that. But uh, I have no problem with field starting. Apparently, they think their team's not good enough. But you're two and two in one game out. I would ask you this. Mm-hmm. If Trubisky's here this year, do you think we're better off with him starting this game or Fields? Well, you and I have talked about that perhaps the better scenario would have yes. been to have Mitch Trubisky sign for a one-year contract, similar to what he got at Buffalo or even more, because if you would have doubled what he's getting in Buffalo, he still would be making less than Andy Dalton. And yeah. then draft your quarterback and then have a quarterback battle. Then that way you have an experienced guy with the offense and Mitchell Trubisky, and then you got the, the heir apparent if, if Trubisky doesn't work out. That's pretty simple business, but that's not the way that they think no. over at Hallisaw. No, especially <laughs> now that Nagy has lost the locker room. There's no question about it. And I also believe this, and this is not being discussed. What role did the players have? What role did the players have in doing this? Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe that many of the players went with the younger guy. 
uh, and think that they can go there with him. Mm-hmm. The window's closing for many of these players. If that was the case, I think that's a huge mistake mm-hmm. because it would be a miraculous thing. If they, listen, I want Justin Fields to, to throw three touchdowns this week. Mm-hmm. Then it's over. Then you have nothing else to say. Unless, but when you say he's going to play no matter what, what happens if they lose four games in a row, 35 to nothing? Mm-hmm. You're going to keep watching that kid out there? I mean, it's a scenario. Right. But it sounds as ridiculous as him saying we win every game 35 to nothing. Right. But I, I would hopefully think, and believe me, folks, I didn't want this. I'm a Trubisky guy. Before that, I was a John Watson guy. I didn't want this. So I'm trying to figure out how people that continually stub their toe continually do this. We already know we have a lame duck coach as far as who's in charge. Mm-hmm. Bill Lazor will call the plays. He, I would have let uh, Nagy go after after this whole fiasco and said, and made Bill Lazor the interim coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. Have your defense handled by their end, by the coaches. Bill Lazor, I mean, Trubisky became a different quarterback and won four out of five. And last week, all the Justin Fields fans, and I'm not a fan, but I'm not a hater, all gushed about Detroit. Mitch Trubisky was five and one with Matthew Stafford at quarterback. So don't try to impress me because they're a mess. They're worse than the Bears. But the problem is the front office of Detroit will get it right now because they got Spielman up there. They got some people that actually might know what they're doing for the first time, but they're a mess. So to beat Detroit, we're happy. Let's see what happens in the next four games. One of the things, though, that was very impressive about uh, Justin Fields in that Detroit game was the fact that he had a lot of explosive plays, these deep passes. um, And, of course, you know, the play calling helps. That's a tremendous catch, and that's not accurate throw. That is absolutely correct. That's a correct throw. It would yes that uh, that first one would have been a touchdown if he th- if he threw it accurately. You're absolutely right. incomplete. Yeah, but this is a tremendous throw. Tremendous here. throw. And the next one on the sideline to Mooney is a- also an absolutely spectacular, cl- spectacular. Uh, play. It's re- reminiscent of that one play. Oops, that one play that uh, Trubisky threw right at the sideline that was went into review. It was a big game. I'm forgetting the, the right. game, but uh, I remember. Yeah. So the 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 thing that is exciting a lot of Bears fans is that it, it Fields comes from an offense where there was a lot of explosive plays, and we haven't seen that in a long time with a Bears quarterback. We had a quarterback that threw six touchdowns in one game. We had a quarterback that threw four in another game. We had a quarterback that won 29 games. I'm not here to disparage uh, anybody else, including Justin Fields, but I hope he has the same type of career as the guy we had. Bottom line is the guy we had didn't want to come back. That being said, you're right about that. Those throws are beautiful, okay? He can run out of trouble. I think that came into play because of the offensive line. Um, But I'm just worried about one thing with him, fumbling. He's fumbled, but recovered his own fumbles. Twice, yeah. <laughs> but he looks like a fumbler right now. That yeah. doesn't mean he's going to ever fumble again. Mm-hmm. But that's the one thing I'm looking at, that when he does get hit, he gives up the ball. And in the National Football League, unless you're really, really good, or unless, well, there were some fumblers. Dave Craig was a huge fumbler. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, there's been guys that have been successful. Mm-hmm. But then you, they end up being second string and not playing on championship teams. Yeah. So hopefully he'll he'll secure that ball a little bit more 
And uh, like I said, I am not a hater. I just think that, a lo- you know, saying that he's going to be better off these next four games is speculation because he could be worse these next four games. But you've been, you've seen Aikman, you've seen Manning, and other guys have poor records and throw interceptions and then go on. So hopefully that's the case. Hopefully this crew who's had uh, three different redemptions now, this is another redemption for them, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we'll get it right. But basically, there would be an argument that the way this has all been handled, they all should have been gone. Yeah. Well, um, what do you say to Twin129 who says Fields will be a better quarterback than Trubisky hands down? And he also goes on to say Trubisky fumbled too. So what what are your thoughts on that? Well, my thoughts are, how can you say that? Trubisky was a starter, and now you're saying he's second string. Well, so is Justin Fields. So is Andy Dalton. Um, The play calling. All of a sudden, Nagy, it was not – I think everybody agrees now. Uh, and, and and next year, Mitch Trubisky will have his pick of four or five teams, including Washington, including Miami, including what I'm hearing, and you, Green Bay, including some other teams. Because you know what? Like I told Eldo, and Eldo agreed, they could have drafted fields with Trubisky, but the relationship was ruined. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if anybody thinks, I'll be shocked. I was shocked this year. I don't know what Mitch's plan was. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they love him in Buffalo. They probably don't want him to leave. Who knows? He might sign for more money to stay there. But I'll be shocked if there's not an offer on the table because there's no quarterback class coming out this year. So he's a three-and-a-half-year starter out of five years who's got nothing but good stats on his side. Uh, and when you look at uh, 60 – I don't know about the fumbles. We can look it up, Aldo, if you'd like. Mm-hmm. But I well, know well, but the, your point is, is that in two games as a starter, he's fumbled twice. Yeah. And so yeah. that's a game, a fumble per game average. So I don't I think Trubisky fumbled once a game. That's all I'm going to say. And yeah. it's too early. Like I said, Justin Fields never uh, said it again. Mm-hmm. It, Trubisky wasn't ruined. Trubisky's, I want everybody to quit listening or, or reading, whoever you're reading, and go to his stats. Or maybe Aldo could put them up. Mm-hmm. Because even the guys at Visson, Paulie Howard and Mitch Moss, I put the Twitter out. Mm-hmm. Twice they mentioned me. Maybe North was right. Then those guys stick to their guns, but they've seen this whole fiasco. And last week, if you go to Twitter, on my handle, North to North, go look for it. Maybe North was right. Music to my ears on national television. Well, um, <laughs> you're getting a lot of pushback in the chat room. Of course I am. The masses have been pushing back against me since Cutler, which I was <laughs> right again. The masses have been pushing out against me since Wani. There is no proof that Justin Fields will ever be put up the stats that Mitch Trubisky has or be in two playoffs in four years. None. None. Uh, do Do you think that? Oh, by the way, Trubisky had a 65% completion percentage. So tell your story walking. <laughs> but the but the issue with Trubisky, Trubisky's completion percentage is that those were a lot of short passes. Was well, that's not his fault? Well, it, it could be in that perhaps the coaching staff didn't trust him to go. So Allen Robinson never caught a long pass from Trubisky. You just told me he caught a beauty. Well, yeah, but uh, you're, we're talking about frequency. Uh, <laughs> they don't throw bombs every down. 
Justin Fields threw uh, for five explosive plays against the Lions on Sunday. And, and what did he do the week before? And Trubisky, well, that was his starting the starting game, and you know that the play calling was atrocious for that okay, game. Okay, so now the play, now we're back to the play calling, which I I put in hand with Trubisky too. Look, the defensive baggy still after seeing what we've seen, mm-hmm. and the blame of Trubisky, who made him look good, is a is appalling. It's mm-hmm. crazy. And once again, if anybody wants to, I, I don't know if even Eldo wants to go to Trubisky stats because it, it blows up the narrative. It blows up the narrative. Fox did this Sunday, El, and this is my point. They said, I think it was Gus Johnson, and they put up these stats. Mm-hmm. They said since Cutler left, the Bears were 34 and 33 with five other quarterbacks. Okay? Mm-hmm. And I saw that. Yes. <laughs> joke. I mean, I was, I was appalled. They actually sold fake news. <laughs> the other four quarterbacks were five and 12. Mm-hmm. Trubisky was 29 and 21. Now I want everybody in America to look at this and tell me he's a bust because Buffalo's not stupid. They got five times the better organization than the Chicago Bears, and I would like to ask Eldo or anybody else, regardless of preseason, Trubisky exposed Nagy in the Buffalo Bear game, and they rubbed it in to show who was in the right. But everybody's forgotten about that. Even after this whole debacle, they're still hanging on to Nagy's belt loop? It's it's appalling. Mm -hmm. Well, look at those stats. What's wrong with them? What, we're going to go by average? Two six-yard passes is a first down. That's my world. Look at the quarterback rating, 99.7. I mean, that's that's unbelievable. You get rid of a guy with those numbers. No, well, the quarterback rating is first <laughs> two passes, Mike. You can't you can't count that. Uh, but Jawan at You're right. Then I'll do this one. The one that's 87, highest bears ever. Got any retort to that? There, there is no 87. I don't see a QBR rating of 87. Rating right next to it. 53, 41. No, Eldo, RTG, 87.3. Yeah. It's the highest ever for the Chicago Bears. No, 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 no. That's that's Buffalo's 85. You're, you're talking about the 93.5 and 20. No, I'm telling you that he is. No, I'm telling you, go to the left, look mm-hmm. at 85 above, look at 93 in 2020, mm-hmm. look at 83, okay, look I at 95. The I will say it again because mm-hmm. it's true. That's the highest rated bear quarterback of all time. Period. Look it up. 87. Um, I'm still not convinced with your argument, but well, it, go look it up. But, but it's a go no. look up who's the highest bear quarterback of all time. I'm not gonna debate it. I know it. I, I, who's the highest rated bear quarterback of all time? He's number one. <laughs> okay. okay, wait a minute. Go to 93 in 2020. Go to 83 in 2019. I don't want to do that. I don't I don't want to start hunting for stats in the middle of the show. That just destroys the flow. But but your argument is you're you're not taking into account 
some of the characteristics needed for an NFL quarterback in today's age, which is accuracy with downfield passes. And that's what Mitchell Trubisky had a problem with, even if it was bad play calling, because we saw Mitchell Trubisky miss so many downfield passes. It was ridiculous. He did not see the field well. He always zeroed in on his number one. And how do we make the playoffs? Because of a great defense in 2004. No, we won four out of five. The defense, not, not last year. How did we win four out of five? Because you're thinking back to 2018, which I, I will give you that. Not last year. He came back and won four out of five. And I think most Bear fans agree he played pretty well considering who was calling the plays. The bottom line is you do what you got to do to win. You're in love with stats. I'm in love with wins. It's very I'm, simple. I'm not in love with stats. I'm in love with what I see and what with 29 what I, and 21. What's wrong with it? There's there's nothing wrong with that, but you cannot attribute wins and losses solely to the quarterback. You cannot you, just you cannot ignore those the quarterback either. And how, come every other, how come every other quarterback is touted when they win? And and our quarterback that we developed ourselves takes criticism you know what i go 29 21 you go 6.7 yards a pass i have a different way of looking at things i want to win football games now justin fields does this but i just think it's tough with those stats uh I just think with those stats that we let him go, we'll see what happens next year. Because you might be right, Aldo. Maybe, just maybe, I'm missing the point, missing the boat. If he goes back as a second stringer next year, I got to shut up. Well, we'll we'll see. And and when yeah. you, when you say that, why is Mitchell Trubisky picked on, uh, even though he's got this winning record? And I think that the reason why is is because those opportunities that he failed to capitalize on, those open guys downfield that he's failed to to. I, see. Mean, I I understand, but like I said, six yards of pass is a first down. I will tell you this: no quarterback was going to be there in Rodgers. You sit there after Cutler went one in 13, and I know every year you wanted him. Mm-hmm. So I just find the whole thing crazy. How mm-hmm. can he go one in 13 against Green Bay and we sign him to an eight year to eight years mm-hmm. at, at $118 million, yet Trubisky goes one in four and he's let go? So, I mean, I could go back and see inconsistencies everywhere. I heard for eight years that a D- Denver Bronco castoff was going to be. Our, 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 our franchise quarterback. It never worked out that way. The franchise quarterback, unfortunately, was Aaron Rodgers. Nothing's changed. Mitch Trubisky, it took him five games to win one game. Cutler had one in 13. Yet if you go back and read all the articles, everybody was for his resigning, except mm-hmm. me, because mm-hmm. I didn't want him signed from the beginning. So I'm just trying to figure out the rules. Cutler could throw deep, but he lost mm-hmm. when it counted. And he never in and how do you go with the fact that Trubisky played in two playoff games in four years and Cutler played in one for eight? Mm-hmm. Is there an explanation? Um, yeah, but uh and I could also say the defense back then with Urlacher, Briggs, if we want to start talking about defenses, mm-hmm. the defense Cutler had was better than the defense that the Bears have now. That's and if if, if I got to argue about that, then you didn't watch the games, folks. Mm-hmm. You know, so what? What, what do you think? That's where I stand. I'm not going to be convinced. See, I, I'm forced to keep defending Trubisky. I don't have to. 
You're not forced to. You're not forced to. You keep bringing it up. <laughs> yeah, you know why? Because, why? Everybody, why because other people say because guys like you say he was a bust. <laughs> he was thirty-one other. Well, you go, God, say Mitch Trubisky was a bust on the earth. God, uh, Trubisky is not. Don't just a, say that. No, no, no. Uh, here's what I want to say. Okay. Trubisky is not a starting quarterback in the NFL. He has not proven that to me yet. And how um, did he go twenty-nine and twenty-one starting? Because of the the team around him, if, if so does Tom, so 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 does Tom Brady. They had a good defense last year. So do a lot of teams that win. Defense wins games. I understand that, but you need a quarterback that can help facilitate that. And to say that he had nothing to do with it, especially the last five games last year, is just bias. It's just bias. You, if you watch the games, he actually made Nagy's offense work, but it was too far gone. And I've seen Trubisky since. Wants nothing to do with them. What? Yeah, I do love Mitch Trubisky. You're damn what? right. And what? we went with Andy Dalton. I'm going to ask everybody this. Who would you have rather had start the year, Dalton or Trubisky? And if you say Dalton, then then we're done. I can't discuss it anymore. Yeah. What, what? How do you explain Mitchell Trubisky's 0-2 postseason record? How do you explain Cutler's 0-1 record? In no, 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 no. We're not talking about Cutler. I'm, 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 I'm asking you about Trubisky. Don't don't switch the subject. Okay, it's not about, what about that guy? What about that guy? Think, That's an I easy think... argument to make. You have to explain to me why Mitchell Trubisky never won a playoff game. You keep saying that he got us in the plus, got us, in the, but he didn't win. No, I said he helped get us in the playoffs, and he played in two and four years. What mm-hmm. I'm trying to tell you is to get rid of a quarterback. That's the highest rated quarterback and has the best completion percentage by bear quarterbacks of all time. And you, and, say, I love stats, and you say, I love stats when you keep bringing that up. And those stats are meaningless because he can't find an open receiver downfield because he can't win playoff games because he just doesn't have the material to be a number one quarterback. And 31 other teams said that when they refused to offer well, him come the next year and Come back and tell me that next year. But I will also tell you this. Allen Robinson will never catch 90 balls this year. He caught 200 with Trubisky, but I guess he's not a good quarterback. He caught 200 in two years. Allen Robinson caught 200 passes in two years, mainly, mostly by Trubisky. But I guess those, he threw the ball to himself, folks. He threw it to himself. He was asking for $20 million based on his stats. Who threw him the football? And you want to know some? I remember talking to Carmen DeFalco, our good friend, uh, Aldo, on ESPN 1000. He says, geez. The over-under is 94 for Robinson. That's going to be easy to beat. Oh, really? I'll take the under right now. Anybody want to put 1,000 up? Because I said he'd be the guy, and Eldo knows this, hurt the most mm-hmm. in free agency. And you know what? Maybe he wanted Justin because he doesn't believe in Dalton. But they're very quiet about Mitch. They don't bum rap Mitch, and they got a lesson. They got a whipping when Mitch came back to town, preseason or not. Vindicated. I like it with ice with a little splash of ginger ale. I love this debate. This is awesome. Mike, will yes. you put a uh, hundred dollars to win, or excuse me, two hundred and twenty dollars to win a hundred against uh, the Raiders and Bills? If you put, oh, no, if, I want the Bears to win. Okay, I want the Bears to win. I uh, want Justin Fields to do well. What about I against just, the spread? You, didn't have, you know what? I watch the Sopranos. Mm-hmm. I watched the Sopranos marathon. Yeah, I'll yeah. Give you, I'm being. A, this is the Italian coming. Whether mm-hmm. you like Trubisky, whether you like Dalton, whether you like Fields, whether you like Lennon, whether you like 
I mean, the same people that believe in Nagy now have been through a gauntlet of quarterbacks with them, and they still will find time to blame Mitch when Foles was supposed to take his job. That being said, that being said, I watch The Sopranos and every other episode, and I think Eldo and all Bear fans will agree with this. It didn't have to be this way. <laughs> there, there had to be a better way than to start Dalton, throw my guy Fields, yeah, into the into the without an offensive line and with Montgomery out for five weeks. Yeah, that, that, my God, my God, the poor, I just pray he survives. Mike, you make a very good point there. That one is one that I agree on. So it's going to be. Hell a- no, they have no offensive line for the kid, so he's got to he's got to he's got to run. Yes. He's going to run for his life. That you lose your main game. running back. Yeah. Allen Robinson, like I predicted at the beginning of the season, will be double teamed. Mm-hmm. They don't know. Neither, no, none of them know. And, as well, while we're talking about Nagy's play calling, is it Mitch's fault that the tight end is ignored in this offense? He's gone. Why isn't the tight end who was involved more last year being the more involved more this year we got three tight ends we don't even throw to them it's crazy it is crazy yeah. now a lot of people are asking uh did you see any of uh mike uh, matt and Hagee's press conference after the win against the detroit lions and he kept trying to find credit despite the fact that he wasn't calling plays it sounded like he was being a bit defensive uh your thoughts <laughs> I'm with everybody. Listen, Bear fans, Bear Barroom fans, YouTube fans, people that follow me on Twitter. By the way, seven and three, my last four days picking games. We got games coming up. Yeah, it's about time. I went three and two Sunday in a media pool. I was on five the week before. I was looking for rope. Um, <laughs> here's what I want I want the Bears, and this, don't misconstrue this. I'll always love Mitch Trubisky, and I'll follow him. Mm-hmm. But I've been on record. I want the Bears to win. This is the year we can do this. I just think the timing's wrong. I like Trubisky Fields. If you could draft Jordan Love while you have Aaron Rodgers, or you could draft Aaron Rodgers while you have Brett Favre, and Mitch Trubisky was in his last year, but Mitch Trubisky didn't want to come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what Nagy did was expose himself as – a guy I always learned from being in retail mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that the hot dogs didn't make themselves. Mm-hmm. I always learned being and working for the city in the Chicago Park District that Warren State Park didn't get cut by me alone. There was a team. Okay. So the problem I have here is this in the best interest of the team because somebody brought up something the other day on Twitter, I forget who it was, and said, it's Matt Nagy. Once Nagy said Dalton was going to be the starter, Monday, he said, this guy on Twitter, I think it might have been Chernoff, somebody like that from a national guy. It's not Matt Nagy's job to develop a quarterback at this point. It's his job to win games. And now all of this is in doubt, not because of the players, but because of the dysfunction upstairs and who's calling the play. You don't think me and Elder would be in the locker room today going, 
boy, that was a buff face. Who the hell's make, made that decision? They know Nagy didn't make it. So now Aldo and I are saying, well, this ain't even the man. So that's a big, big deal to me. I think Allen Robinson in his free agent year not being prevalent right now mm-hmm. is a big, big deal. Montgomery being hurt is a big, big deal. But this the offensive line that could get Justin killed is a big, big deal. And all we're focusing on is that Fields gets to maybe go one and three or at best two and two. Because I'll be stunned if he goes four and zero. Oh. If he's four and zero, oh, he's Mahomes. He's the new Mahomes. Yeah. But the nonsense, we couldn't get into the playoffs when Aaron Rodgers with Mitch. When we did twice and Aaron Rodgers is in our division, I think that's pretty good. Yeah. Since, you know, I do. I think it's pretty good. And losing a playoff game, it's all 53 guys. But I'm not going to uh, dispel Mitch's responsibility in that. he. I'm not a guy that thinks the quarterback's just another player. Mm-hmm. Everywhere else, the quarterback's important. Here, all defense, all running. No, the quarterback's important to me. But I'm not – so I'm going to blame him too for those losses, mm-hmm. okay? But but we were there, and it's hard to win a Super Bowl unless you're there. Let's see if we get into the playoffs this year because if we don't, we took a step down. Fair enough, and Mule Skinner has an excellent point in your defense. It says, Trubisky put the Bears in position to win with great throws in the Eagles game. It was Cody Parkey who denied him that playoff They win that game, they win the Super Bowl, and Trubisky's here for a five-year extension. You might exactly be right, because I had them favored to go to the Super Bowl, too. Um, Everybody did, and it's Parkey, and now he gets signed. Mm -hmm. Parkey just got re-signed again. I mean, you know what? It's a joke that that Cody Parkey is going to be a starter in the league and Mitch Trubisky's not. It's a joke <laughs> that is because true. all it took was that kick. Yeah. And uh, Isa Cass makes a, a, an ex- interesting point here. Mitch is better than uh, Jared Goff, uh, Cousins, Dalton, and Fields. Stop. He can start most of mo- – uh, most teams are stuck with salary. Yeah, cap. I mean, who are you going to do? Look at else. Mm-hmm. Last year was the greatest quarterback class. And three of those five teams, maybe four of those five teams, will regret their picks, mm-hmm. okay? Then you had quarterbacks already entrenched. But right now, if Mitch Trubisky, and he'll sign with, as a starter next year, mm-hmm. Mitch Trubisky, after only three and a half years, healthy, 26 years old, started 50 games, was developed by another team, when people don't even know it, will be a, a better number one, it will be like a number one pick for that team, mm-hmm. and as good as the five guys that were number one picks this year. Yeah. I, I don't think I could say Trevor Lawrence was better than Mitch. Mm-hmm. I don't think I could say Justin is yet. Maybe he will be. Trey Lance isn't better than Mitch. And now, now the kid from New York who won his first game, I mean, he's, I, mean I saw Trevor Lawrence throw seven interceptions his first three weeks. So I'm never going to say that any of these guys are better than Mitch. It's a disservice to a starter who brought a team that's never had a quarterback to certain points, and they actually, Nagy actually developed it. But then when he put, and isn't this funny? I think I said this, you and I talked about this about three, four weeks ago, but that's like 10 years ago to an older man like myself. Um, I think you and I said that, I'm trying to remember, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but I think we said that, I think we said that three or four of those quarterbacks would have problems, you mm-hmm. know, and they are, and they're, it's growing pain. So they, I think the failures of the other guys has made it easier to put fields in. I do. I really do. 
uh, but all of those quarterbacks did have impressive games this past Sunday. So the thinking is, is that after three or four games, perhaps they're starting to get the hang of NFL football. And perhaps that's why the uh, uh, Matt Nagy's bosses says, put Justin in and after three or four games, he should be fine if if he follows suit like these other quarterbacks. Yeah, well, let's hope so, because I don't know if those other quarterbacks – look, they all go to bad teams. It's an injustice to all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. But Fields went to a playoff team. So did Dalton. Mm-hmm. So you name me the other quarterbacks that went to a team as good as the Bears. Trevor Lawrence didn't. I mean, looks at I, I, Trey Lance being, I mean, he's not a starter. They took him for the future. So the quarterbacks that have been taken, and 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 really, I think just people would say Justin Fields has now got the best situation out of those other guys. I mean, the kid that plays for the Jets. He doesn't have a good situation. Yeah, that's a bad situation over there. And let me ask everybody this. And this is going to happen with Mitch. I want everybody to listen to me closely. Sam Darnold isn't as good as Mitch, but he went to another team. Now he's good. Watch what happens next year. Oh, Washington will be interested in him too. Mm-hmm. With Chico Rivera, you don't think these teams know that there's nothing out there in college and that Mitch Trubisky under Daybold and the Buffalo Bills are trying to undo something that was already pretty good? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I'm anxious to see what happens. But we got bigger fish to fry. We got If we win this game this week and it's winnable, mm-hmm. because Carr takes as much heat as Mitch Trubisky does, he, they, they're 3-1 and he's taking heat. So every quarterback goes through this. But if they win this game and we go three and two, you shut the door on on any other quarterback. Yeah, I'll, I'll give them that right now. All right, let's talk about. Wait, the- can I take a rest? <laughs> I know, man, you are on fire, brother. <laughs> Thought it was ninety six again. You need some water or something? No, no. <laughs> no I don't want you to cool Hold off. On. I, want, I want you to stay now, like. You know what I do when I when I really am when I got to get back in the mold and talk about. Uh huh. <laughs> really? <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> uh, all right. As you notice, I'm wearing White Sox t-shirt, White Sox hat. Hey, they are back in the playoffs. And I want you to talk about what your thoughts are on this game. The White Sox, of course, finished first in the AL Central with a 93-69 record. The only team in the division with a winning record, and they're playing the Astros, who finished 95 and 67, and then are making the pre uh, the postseason for the fifth straight year bang the drum <laughs> well like i said on twitter this morning the same group of characters that says mitch wasn't any good are the guys that said don't sign larusa mm-hmm. uh i am vindicated once again give me my second drink will you please elbow uh, and, and <laughs> put a splash of seltzer in it okay. vindication vindication tastes so good because Eldo was here <laughs> when the onslaught of tony larusa with the cold words mm-hmm. the game has passed him by He'll lose the clubhouse. He'll lose the locker room. That's code for I'm a bigoted ageist, and I don't like older, successful people. Mm -hmm. We'll take a younger person because it makes us feel more comfortable, and we don't like old people, even though you will be old someday yourself. Trust me, but you won't be as good Mm -hmm. because if you don't learn from your elders, you'll never learn. And there's a whole bunch of people in broadcasting and in writing and journalism that don't learn from their elders. They think they're it. 
right now. And you're not. You're not it. I can name you one guy that's older in the broadcasting business, believe me, I won't name him, that you couldn't stay with if you were against him. But that's neither here nor there. Tony LaRussa was hated because of drinky and because of oldie. Oldies and the drinkies. That's it. <laughs> had nothing to do with strategy. I think it had to do with uh, people that are bigots. They are. If you're bigoted against Tony LaRussa, and now today, today I look at it. I look at the Sun Times, and on the back it says, Older guys, make the day. <laughs> LaRussa and Baker. Now, what Eldo always asks me is, Mike, how did you do it? Well, really, it's my mother. But she says, how did you? Because, Mom, I dug. I wasn't lazy. You know what I looked up? November 11th. Look up the Sun-Times. Okay. The same newspaper. You mm -hmm. know what it says? Mm-hmm. Reinsdorf by hiring of Larusa condescension, condescending. Oh, interesting. So the same paper, <clears throat> on, and, 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 and I read Chuck Swirsky because that's where I saw it. He goes, how clever. No, this is the same paper that said he wouldn't pan out. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. The people in the media in this town and maybe nationally that believed in Larusa with me, I could have a party in a Volkswagen Beetle and there'd be room for a dining room table. All right? And now everybody's a Tony LaRusso fan. You're all a bunch of hypocrites. It's nothing new in the media. It's been what I've been fighting for 30 years. I ain't going away, folks. You got to have one. You know why? You know why? You know why numbers are down in a lot of sports venues nationally and some locally? I agree. I agree. I agree. I agree. Hey, wait a minute. He's LaRusso's going to be all right. Oh, you're an idiot. You're a moron. You're an idiot. No, you're all idiots. You're all idiots. I'm proud, once again, not to be in the idiot category. <laughs> you're all idiots. Because I'm going to tell you something. <laughs> Nobody saw them winning this year easily. Now, I know the other teams were bad, but who made them bad? Who beat them? I mean, I see misleading headlines all the time. How about this one? Yankees are like 64% in the playoffs mm -hmm. over the last 50 games, right? Right. Until you see they were 16-2 and two against the Twins. Then they have a losing record. Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm -hmm. You know, I know that. I dig. I find out things. That's how I made millions. I wasn't lazy. I didn't go with the crowd. There are people that don't want to go against the grain, and Aldo knows. I live for this because, <laughs> right. because they can't take the abuse. They can't. Mike North don't care. Mike North don't care. I'll take the abuse. And you're damn right I've never apologized. You apologize, you're finished. You're naggy. <laughs> You're naggy. You're not your own man. Hey, you know what? I love all these people. Here's what I would do. Don't afraid to ask their boss for 20 cent raise. 
You wouldn't do anything. You wouldn't do anything. None of this. I love this. This, this is, we should package this and, and, and put it out like a self help, you know, Mike North. I'm just, trying to get it, I'm just trying to get it on my feet. Okay. <laughs> let, me, let me raise the flag. It is possible. I think it's the Afghanistan situation. I love this. This is, this is like really good self help. Besides the other six shows, I'm not bad. <laughs> the other six shows are real good. Buffon? <laughs> Parisi's? I, I ran into the Reese's the other day. I tell really? you, no. Yeah, they didn't ask me to listen. They told me to. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love them. I watched them the other night for as long as I could. They were mad at each other. You know what? They were mad at each other from the beginning. <laughs> I said, "Me and Elmo take five minutes at least to say hi." <laughs> Oh, my ego says Mike uh, rolled out of bed, hit the scotch, and said, duck you, okay? <laughs> I haven't drank for 16 years, but I miss it badly. <laughs> when you when you did drink, what was your drink of preference? Oh, what was it? <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> I drink gallons of liquor, and I'm here to talk about it, which is a, which is a <laughs> damn... Look, one night I'd drink bottles of champagne. Mm-hmm. I took my, you know, my buddies, we'd drink bottles of champagne. A couple nights later, we're drinking gin and tonics. Mm-hmm. So after a softball game, we're drinking beer. I'm the only guy that somebody said to me one time, they saw me start on vodka and switch over to homemade wine. And somebody said to me, you never mix the grain or the grape. I said, maybe that's the rule, but I don't think so. And I used to drink, mix the grain and the grape, and he was right. I would feel terrible. <laughs> the worst, worst hangover is the wine hangover. Yeah. There's no red wine hangover. You basically are looking for a spear, mm-hmm. okay, to mm-hmm. throw it yourself. <laughs> but no, nah, those were the days. But you know what? I had my good time. Now I, now I'm actually coherent enough to argue with people. <laughs> well, it's funny like, that we're talking about this because at the start of the show, I played that clip uh, from the Mike North story that will uh, premiere uh, in 2022. Mike sharing his uh, fun days at the Score Sports. You think, this is, you think this is a good show today? <laughs> Wait you hear the alphabet, kids. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you ain't seen nothing yet, and neither has anybody else. <laughs> going to shock the industry, I think, don't you? Yes. Yeah, vodka, sugar, water, and these. I don't need the ingredients. <laughs> he needs the hangover cure. I know pizza's not the best thing for you, but I don't have to start checking. <laughs> All right, so I want to get your thoughts on this series. Uh, do you think the White Sox have a chance? Because here's my here, – not that I want to debate you again. I don't get no, my – I'm not debating this. Okay, no, but – We don't know. We don't know, just like Fields. We don't know yet. We right. don't. Right. We can make predictions. Right, absolutely. So my, my thought is this. If Tony La Russa does not win this playoff series against Houston – then we should have kept Renteria because he basically did the same thing that Renteria did last season. Got the team into the playoffs and then got knocked out in the first round. Agreed. But you know what? I'll do the I'll do your your little thing with Trubisky. How come okay. nobody has uh, hired Renteria? Well, you know why. 
<laughs> I don't know why. If you're arguing Tony LaRusso with 5,200 victories, he's going to step up, then I'm then we're really going to have a debate. I will tell you this. Uh-huh. Anybody who wants to argue with me about it didn't want him to begin with. Mm-hmm. So that's the same way with Mitch. See, what happens to me, and it really pisses people off, is I ruin narratives. I ruin narratives. The squares have their narratives, and I come in and I go, well, how come this happened? How come that happened? And then those people will see it on Twitter, but they won't re- retweet or put or favorite. They won't because it makes them look bad. Bottom line is this. If Tony LaRusso loses, we will have the stragglers, Aldo. If the White Sox lose, we will have the stragglers that will say, oh, see, LaRusso was too old. No. When was the last time the White Sox played a meaningful game? It's been a while. Yeah. And why do you think? Because and, and, and should it have been a while when the White Sox lost like six guys at the beginning of the season with injury? Mm-hmm. See, Renteria, if they lose that many people last year, I think they got a problem. Mm-hmm. Okay. Plus, you had guys early that didn't produce, like Grandel. He's producing now. Not a, I mean, you know what? I like how he's producing. Yeah. But he's producing after this thing was settled. Yeah. Period. I mean, that's the way it is. Okay. I'm worried about the defense with two guys. Our shortstop, who has to make spectacular plays in these games. Mm-hmm. And I think he's a good shortstop, a great hitter. He could, he'll win the game maybe with his bat. I'm worried about the glove with Timmy. Mm-hmm. I'll help he has his, a good season. But there were balls that other shortstops can get to that Timmy can't. But he picks up most everything, which was a gripe with me before. So that's okay. He's got to pick up the ball, and Grandel has got to play better defense. Mm-hmm. He's got to, and you know what? The Astros are favored. So if they lose, it goes the way it was supposed to. You know, I will tell you this. The White Sox will never take the heat, or they shouldn't, because I think they're going to be in the playoffs for the next five, six years. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. Especially in the easy division. But Atlanta was in the uh, an easy division, and they had great players. And what they win? One World Series in 12 years? Yep. With three stud pitchers? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I mean, to me, Bobby Cox, oh, he was a great manager. No, he wasn't. You couldn't win the big game. Marv Levy is crapped on for getting to the Super Bowl four times. Mm-hmm. Okay? He's not put up on a pedestal. Because you got to win the big games. La Russa's done that. We're better off with La Russa. If they lose, it will be because they're younger and they're pitching. I mean, Houston's got good pitching. Houston's got good hitting. Houston leads of the American League. Aldo's going, boy, the week off did my good. He's, this is unbelievable. <laughs> it is. It fired up. Houston, has the, if you look at the stats, number one offense in the American League. Right. So the Sox are going to be going up against a better offense mm-hmm. with some people that have already been there. And I believe, Aldo, if you asked, if I asked, I asked you earlier, the most meaningful, when was the last meaningful game they played? It has to be that the, the Field of Dreams game. There's a oh. national TV audience. That's yeah. it. Yeah. They haven't. They have not been tested. Mm-hmm. They have not. They've been tested to win, but they had a coast ride. See, the 2005 Sacks almost blew it. Mm-hmm. These guys. So I'm hopeful, but I will never blame the play. If you if the team loses, it's a team loss. If the team loses, it's a what? team loss, and we'll come back next year because this team sort of reminds me. Mm-hmm. I come back to the Bears. Are you ready? Yeah. Of the '83 Bears. Hmm. Interesting. So it Not- reminds me of the '83 Bears. The best is yet to come. Only the White Sox will appear. I believe if they keep this team together, add some pitching, 
They'll be, they should be relevant for five, six years. But then again, I thought the Cubs were going to be relevant for a decade. (laughs) And I'm watching. Congratulations to my man, Carmen DeFalco, who caught Schwarber and Rizzo hitting a home run in the playoffs. Uh, Plus 1,500. He's he's a hot handicapper right now. Man. man. All right. That's good for him. Uh, What do you think about what Chubb says here? He says, Tony LaRusso is not playing in any of these games. If they lose, it isn't going to be because of him. It's going to be because of the players didn't get it done. I think it's a combination. Mm-hmm. I think that they win because LaRusso is their manager, but I also think because of the players. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got to be honest with you. I know people say, and I said the rebuild wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. Okay. And it wasn't. It was sort of like the Cubs rebuild. If you don't pick up Lynn, mm-hmm. older guys, okay, like the Cubs picked up Arietta, like the Cubs picked up Hendricks, see, you get the rebuild to a point, and I give Rick Hahn all the credit in the world for that. And, and, but then you got to add the veterans, and that's where they got the job done. For instance, if I'm, anybody's going to ask me, what's the main thing that Tony Larusa did? Lance Lynn came to play for him, nobody else. Mm-hmm. He believed in Tony Larusa, and if Larusa isn't managing, or if he's somewhere else, I don't think Lance Lynn pitches for the White Sox. Uh, and to be the opening starter. What do you think? I, I agree with you. Yeah. Totally, totally agree with you. He went, he said it, and 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 here was the next thing. I knew they were gonna do good when all everybody predicted he's lost a locker room with Mercedes, and he didn't. Right. Uh when Timmy Anderson and Abreu basically said, and uh shut the bleep up, he's our guy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm going, wait a minute. If he's so old. How come a young guy like Tim Anderson or, or Brayu got his back like any nobody I've ever seen? The last time I saw players have a guy's back like this, I mean, the, the Cincinnati Reds, for instance, the great red machine, mm-hmm. they never said, uh, they know, we knew they had the players, but they always gave Sparky Anderson credit. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to myself, Eldo and I could have managed that team, okay? But they always... <laughs> Gave him credit because the manager makes out the lineup. He decides who's going to sit. He sent. He starts the mojo with the pregames, uh, pre- and he's got to make moves in the game. Uh, I've got a question that is about both sports, football and baseball. Who I do you think it. has more influence on the team, the, an NFL head coach or a Major League Baseball manager? In Chicago. The White Sox, Tony Russa has more influence than Nagy mm-hmm. and Ross, mm-hmm. my opinion. I think Billy Donovan has pretty good reign mm-hmm. uh, with the Bulls. The Blackhawks thing is a mess, you know, even though Taves is back. So I think in this town, Tony Larusa has sway. It would be interesting where Boston is right now with Alex Cora, the fixer who got mm-hmm. another chance because they would have exposed all of baseball. Right. But it's interesting how they look at Belichick now. I think he's still the king. Mm-hmm. But with the Red Sox, who were awful last year, I think Alex Cora's got a good – I'm not going to be a hater. I bet Boston the other night. So apparently him fixing something two years ago had no bearing on me going with him. <laughs> so I think there's certain towns that have sway – Mm-hmm. That other towns don't, you know. I I think the Atlanta Braves 
definitely have more sway than the Falcons. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, that's a mess. They have a coach I never heard of, and, and this guy Smith, Arthur Smith. Um, I don't know about Philadelphia, Girardi, and, uh, and, and the new guy in Philly coaching football, but in Chicago, it's Tony. I think Tony LaRusse is the king right now. Well, if he wins this series against the Astros, he there will be building statues. They'll be getting dimensions out for a future statue for Tony. That's that's for sure. Mule says that uh, he had a drink where he mi- mixed scotch and ripple. Mister Ripple would make me sick. Mule, <laughs> Jesus, I'm in my first year of high school. Oh no, <laughs> me and my buddies say let's buy some Ripple. <laughs> or some uh, uh, not Mad Dog Twenty Twenty back then. It was Ripple, my drink of choice. Now you're talking to a guy who ended up drinking like Dom and Cristal. Yeah, right. When I was 15, 14, mm-hmm. uh, my drink of choice was uh, Boone's Farm Apple. Okay, <laughs> that was sugar water. Right, <laughs> with a little alcohol. So my mom, my mom makes spaghetti mm-hmm. one night. Mm-hmm. on a Friday and then I go like time to go mom we're going out we find the guy that used to buy us our beer mm-hmm. we put our money together we buy like two there's four of us we buy two bottles of Boone's Farm move the seat forward Eldo knows most people know where this intersection is I lived about a mile and a half from Bryn Mawr and Broadway. Uh, there was a place called the Golden Nugget right there on the corner, Golden mm-hmm. Nugget Pancake House. And I feel bad for the people who were walking down the street that night who saw two of us throwing up with noodles coming out of our nose from the spaghetti right on the public street. <laughs> what a sight. <laughs> noodles coming out of <laughs> I mean, the, the, the dinner was coming up because yeah, yeah. an hour later. Here comes, here comes the Chef Boyardee. Uh, Chris Watts wants to know uh, what Ripple is because it's not over there uh, on his side of the world in the UK. Uh, it's something that was designed to kill us earlier, than, than we, but we stopped drinking it fast. That's right. It is the cheapest, highest alcohol wine. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah they, 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 they'll screw you up. You're 14. You're walking around like a bum, like yeah. Otis from Andy Griffith. That's right. That's right. It was sugar water. It was uh, Young people loved Boone's Farm because it was so sugary and it got, yeah. gave you a buzz. It's so. like freshman year high school. You got to <laughs> get going. Exactly. Yeah. They, they came. It came in different flavors, like strawberry, oh, strawberry, <laughs> apple, uh, you know, and about twenty uh, percent alcohol. <laughs> and and Chris says it's like Mad Dog twenty twenty or Thunderbird. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> you know what's pathetic? I had them all. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Before I was sixteen, it's pathetic. But you know what? We were into the drug thing. We weren't into the drug thing because supposedly marijuana was bad for you at that time. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. All right. You know what time it is, Mike? It is time for us to win some money. <laughs> <laughs> this is the portion of the show where Mike North digs into his secret notes and he determines for us which winners he's going to give us this week. He doesn't want to just share them with 
other outlets. He wants to show them exclusively right here in the Barroom Network. Well, we were one and one last uh, two weeks ago, but I'll tell mm-hmm. you what, uh, I've been hot. I was three and two Sunday. Uh, I was two and all with the Chargers in the under Monday. Uh, I won with Boston on Tuesday, and last night I won with the Dodgers minus 220. <laughs> that being said, I'm going to have some fun with everybody. We're going to do some college football. Cool. Uh, you got Alabama going to Texas A&M. Let me just get bring it up here. I want to see if the lines moved at all. Mm-hmm. Um, let me go. I haven't talked to the black box, and who doesn't want to talk to a black box? odds. There we go. Here we go. Thank you, young lady, and I enjoyed you. Uh, I'm looking at Alabama. Now, Alabama is just a juggernaut. And they are right now minus 17 and a half, okay, Okay. against Texas A&M. All right. Now, what I would prefer, it will be up to 18 or 19. Jimbo Fisher is not going to get it done there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This guy drank Mad Dog several times when my friends were playing cards. I remember that night. You were the one that said, I'll raise you 500 and you put down nothing. Okay, because you, you you drank the whole bottle. You said, I got a king. <laughs> I got a king. Mad Dog made you do, that wine made you do stuff you never dreamt of doing. Yeah. Okay? No. No. Um, I'm going to take Alabama uh-huh. on the money line, minus, on the money line, which means whatever it is. It might be minus 500, minus 600. And I'm going to take Texas A&M getting the points. Oh, cool. 18 and a half. Mm-hmm. Now, you can win both. Alabama, let's say, wins by 10. Right. Okay, which I think they will. You win the money line bet. You had to risk a lot. But last night, folks, I risked 220 to win with the Dodgers. Don't put that in your head. Mm-hmm. Because if you lose that game and maybe put less on the money line, mm-hmm. then take Texas A&M the other way, too, getting 17. And if Alabama wins... By 17 or less, you win that bet. And if AM covers with 17 mm-hmm. or 16 or 18, you win that. You win both. That's my pick for the day. And also tonight, I have a strong lean. Strong lean. Mm-hmm. Nothing concrete yet. But I may put it up later. But I, I have a strong lean towards Seattle tonight. Russell Wilson, in my world, is the best quarterback, my favorite quarterback. Mm-hmm. Remember when he was supposed to come to Chicago, folks? Remember all the nonsense? <laughs> Remember all the nonsense? <laughs> Russell Wilson's coming. Deshaun Sh- Watson's coming. <laughs> Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm, please. Have you heard anything about Deshaun Watson? Uh, he's in hiding. <laughs> That's what I've heard. <laughs> How can anybody in the National Football League Journal, mm-hmm. oh, by the way, once again, Alabama, money line, AM getting the points, shot to win both. Mm-hmm. Seattle tonight, I like. I really do. They're getting two right now. It's Russell Wilson, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <clears throat> to me, I'm sorry. I, it's Matthew Stafford, once again, mm-hmm. showed some flaws last week. Mm-hmm. He's being asked to do something he never had to do at Detroit. Win. He couldn't <laughs> beat Mitch. So, I mean, I'm just saying. So now he's got a tough game tonight. A lot of pressure on him. They can't lose two in a row. I'm taking Seattle. 
It's a game to watch, and I will also let people know that tonight uh, it's Danny Shimon reviewing Chicago Bears tape, and so he'll uh, he's going to take yeah, a Danny. dive into Justin Fields, and then at one o'clock special time to accommodate the White Sox start the Parisi brothers. They told me they didn't ask me; they told me we're moving the show to one o'clock, and I go, yes, yes, guys, please. <laughs> we agree with you. No, I mean, I heard them arguing the other night, and I was like, dude, they were just having fun, debating on something, and I'm listening to the guys. I love them. and uh, They are close brothers, man, I'll tell you. I don't need them walking towards me in an alley, but I own money. (laughs) I'll have to test if I still got the speed I once had 30 years ago. But no, sports is great right now. The Bear story is both intriguing, baffling. And uh, I think somewhat of a joke to a lot of people within the league, mm-hmm. within the league. Mm-hmm. And I think that I just can imagine what Trubisky's telling his teammates in the locker room. Oh, I, I could just imagine. You know, we always hear, you know, what uh, he hasn't said a word, but that whole team was out to destroy Nagy in that preseason game. Mm-hmm. So there are people, including with the Bears. I, and let me ask you this, Elds. That's a good point, Mike. No. Do you think that uh, there's some Bear players that won't say anything? Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you right now. I I haven't talked to Cole Komet since we were on the air. Mm-hmm. But I think there's some Bear players. And I'm not saying Cole Komet's one of them. Maybe he's he, he's a young kid. He's got to go for what he's got to go. Mm-hmm. I think there's some players that would wish Mitch was back. They'll never say anything. But Robinson, I gotta just I wonder what Allen Robinson is thinking. I still think no matter what happens, he's gonna get money next year. He won't get the same money because mm-hmm. Nagy has screwed him probably yeah. worse than anybody. But he'll get a good contract. Yeah, sure. Well, based on his four years with Mitch, not with this. And hopefully Fields will find him. Maybe now Fields will find him, buy some time, hit him with some long passes. But I was against Allen Robinson and then he convinced me, and they teamed together for 200 receptions. That's a hard tandem to break up, so let's hope everything works out. Yeah, well, you, well, you might see Mitch and A-Rob playing somewhere together next season. Wouldn't that be something, huh? Can I ask you a question? Sure. I'm going to throw one your way. Okay. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> this is just far-fetched because this will never happen. But Nagy gets fired. Pace gets fired. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Justin Fields does okay, but not what they thought. Mm-hmm. Dalton's gone. Foles is finished, and he shouldn't be on the team now. I think mm-hmm. we agree on that. But he's taking up a spot. Mm-hmm. Five teams after Trubisky. Will the Bears be a sixth team with a new coach? Let's say Daybold gets the job from Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Uh, it won't be the first time a quarterback's come back to the scene. Uh, would you be interested in that with a different play caller and head coach? Wow. First of all, I don't. And, I, and I'm not. And, and, and Justin may still beat him up. I'm, I'm just saying. Sure, There's sure. nothing against him. But let's say Justin doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Or, or at least looks still green. And they need somebody else. And they got rid of. Dalton and they got rid of Falls. Right. I think it would be tough for Mitch to go back there, but I think is that a possibility? Maybe one percent. I would say about one percent. I think Mitch wants to uh, be a starter 
And so that's what he's going to look for first and foremost. He might, he might even take less money from a team to be mm-hmm. a, the starter than to be a higher paid backup somewhere else. Now, I heard he could have done that this year, mm-hmm. but he looked at a couple of the teams. Right. I think he really loved the Bears. I think Mitch Trubisky loved the Bears and the Bear players and the fans. Mm-hmm. I do. And, 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 and he, yeah, Chubbs is right. I was just giving up an analogy or something like that. Okay. Um, but you know, stranger things might not have happened, but I think if we look back in time, Eldo, mm-hmm. stranger things have happened right. where, where, where somebody's brought back. I think there's been head coaches that have been brought back twice. Joe Gibbs, you know what I mean? That didn't work out though. So we'll see. That, that didn't work out, but I'll tell Yay! you what, Mitch is a great guy. And the only yeah. mistake he made was not inviting you to his wedding. That's the only mistake he made. Let me tell you the mistake. I can't believe the guy isn't inviting me out to dinner. I can't believe the guy hasn't flown me to Buffalo. I've done more for him, his image in this town, trying to keep it on a positive road than his damn agent has. I don't even know what his damn agent is. You think Cole Komet or, or any of these other guys would tell me, this guy North is fighting for you, or does he know it and he's leaving me out to hang? Right. <laughs> but nobody's fought harder than him. Who deserves the 10% more? Me or his damn agent who got him a second string job? Because in my opinion, you're talking to a guy in 1992, I'm not going to mind boggle you. In, no, I'll say 96. In 96, this is 24 years ago, made as much money as he's making now. Mm-hmm. If you're going to prorate everything mm-hmm. as a talk show host, and I did my own negotiating with high powered people. So, how does an agent walk in with a quarterback that's 29 and 21? Basically, one with a team that had a great defense, and that window's going to close. We haven't talked about that, folks. That window's going to close. If you're Khalil Mack today, you're saying to yourself, who's having a better year? Or Robert Quinn. Yeah. Are we not going to make the playoffs because of this quarterback situation again? Mm-hmm. I'm getting older. I'm, I'm not the same player I was. <laughs> yes. And I said this last week, and I'm going to continue to stay. You give Justin Fields defense, keep playing like you're playing. Mm-hmm. I know it's Detroit that you beat, but I don't care. It's a National Football League team. And give Justin Fields a short field. There you go. That's that very important. He had in 2018. Yep. Well, and Chubb says, uh, he, and he has said it many times, he thinks Nagy sabotaged uh, Mitch. Well, not, well, after game three, after being 3-0, and and I know Foles brought him back. But now seeing Foles still on the team and Mitch gone, mm-hmm. only in science fiction would that happen or with the Chicago Bears. <laughs> Foles is on the team still and Mitch is gone. And Dalton and everybody's going, Mitch is a second stringer. No, Mike. Okay, and you're right. That's legitimate, right, Al? Yes. What was Dalton last year? Dalton was a mediocre, mediocre quarterback for the Cowboys. And a second stringer. Absolutely. Yeah. And I would ask everybody this. Mm-hmm. If you want to start looking around, okay, really, literally, Justin Fields was a backup this year. So the kid that's a backup now that got us to the playoffs is gone. He gets chastised for being a backup, yet we signed a backup again to be a starter. So this whole thing doesn't make sense to me. I think Nagy's gone after this year if things don't get better. I think they're going to let him maybe play out their contract. 
But let's say they lose three more games in a row. You know where the heat's coming. It's not coming on the quarterback, right, Elts? It's going to come on the guy that's been here the whole time that this thing has happened. That's right. It should come back on on Ryan Pace and Matt Nagy, and those guys should be – Do you think Pace made the decision? Because I do. On fields. Oh, Absolutely. Absolutely. Give me the fist, buddy. Give there me you the go. fist. Give me the fist. <laughs> he said, are you out of your mind? Mm-hmm. We're probably not going anywhere. This buys us some time, maybe. Mm-hmm. And did you think, do you think that Nagy, I know Nagy sounded like he wasn't for it, but do you think that Nagy was promised another year if he went along with this? No, I don't think that they had to do that. I think that uh, Ryan Pace said enough. Yeah, I think Ryan Pace reportedly this is the last year of his contract. Now, he would not answer questions about whether he was extended, which leads me to believe he was extended and they don't want the public to know because there would be an uproar. Why would you extend this guy when he hasn't been doing his job? Uh, But We'll see. I I don't know. Um, it's it's a uh, it's a pickle the Bears organization is in. And how long have we said that for? <laughs> it's, it's a year after year after year after. Nobody has suffered more than you, man. I think the bar room has been because our numbers are going up has been enhanced by this. Mm-hmm. If everything's going good for a football team, believe me, take it from a guy that took phone calls. I remember the 72 and 10 Bulls year mm-hmm. when they won, the calls would be there, but minimal. Yeah. They could be 19 and one. They'd mm-hmm. lose. Mm-hmm. Jordan would have like, a, we're, we're screwed. <laughs> we're screwed. We lost. How did this happen? It is true. Right? So negativity. <laughs> right. I'm here to tell you. Soap opera is what sells now, and that's what the Bears have. Who yep. did this? Or this is a who done it mystery. Who did this? Who made that call? This is all part of the package that brings more interest to this football team. Not maybe interest that they want. I like what Chubb says here. He says, optimistically, I would like to believe that Nagy had a moment of humility after being talked to by someone, maybe in his family or someone he trusts, about his petty arrogance. And maybe maybe that's true. Maybe somebody got to uh, Matt and say, Matt, stop thinking about me, 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 me. Think about what's really good for the you team. Mean, since two days ago? <laughs> yes, exactly. I don't think so. No? I think what they said is, though, you're going along with this move. You're going along with this move. And if you sell anything else you know if you say you know the move has to go through me mm-hmm. you know this move goes through me mm-hmm. yeah i made my day de- i mean he sounded like a guy that was forced to go along with something yesterday he did not really sell justin fields like another head coaches or other head would do it he didn't do it yep All right, Mule uh, has the final thought. He says, come on, Mike, you and I have walked with guys with hats much tougher than the Parisi brothers. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right, and I agree. They don't have my address, do they? (laughs) They didn't get it from me. I'm not getting myself in no trouble with the Parisis. Besides, I'm Italian. They don't turn. We're Italian. I'm half Italian, though. I'm a Metagon. Look out. I'm like, I'm a... I'm like Henry Hill, Irish and Italian, you know? So I'm just saying. But you're no rat. They look look full-blown Italian. 
You're no rat, though. You're not like Henry. I'm Hall. not a rat, and I will say this about the Parisis. They are wonderful, they are beautiful good. men <laughs> that might have been born with five o'clock shadows back in the day. <laughs> and they will be on at one o'clock to preview the White House. I said that. I didn't say that. No. I, say, I said Just, they, know the, they know everything about hockey that nobody else knows. Just tell them that or whatever they're talking about. I just got a message from them. They say, we're watching. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Favorite. Say goodbye to your you don't kill the president of the fan club. No matter what. <laughs> don't ever do that. Don't kill the president of the fan club. <laughs> All right, brother. I will uh see you next week. We'll be All talking right, about Jared Lynn in Las Vegas. I'll tell you what, if they win the game, it's a whole different show. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's a whole different show and onward and upward. But the next four games. I don't think any bear quarterback, even Cutler, has played in four tougher games than Justin's going to have to play in. in nah, a four right, right. Yeah, that's good. It, it would be hard to find that else. Good. Mm-hmm. Hey, have a good one, everybody. All right.